0: What's up, y'all? This is Byron Kennedy, and this is my podcast, Hot Chicken and Cage-Free Conversation. I worked in the radio business for a while, and then I moved over to the record business for a while, and then I just got done with corporate America. So I did what anybody else would do when they're uninspired and tired of the bullshit. I decided to become a stand-up comedian. And when you're a stand-up comedian, apparently you have to have a podcast because that's what the world needs is another podcast. So here's mine. Hot Chicken and Cage-Free Conversation with Brett Eldridge. Are we already rolling here, too? We're both a lot of us talkers, too. I, I think we should just inc- just leave all this because this is my first one. And, uh, you know, I, I have no idea what the hell I'm
1: doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've did radio for 20 years, and uh, now I'm doing a podcast, and I don't know how to do it. So... That's one of the reasons I wanted you to be first. Yeah. Because I I'm a good, I'm a
1: good, I'm a good uh, test dummy for you. Yeah. But I was just so. spending enough time together, I think. Uh, you know it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I knew, I knew you wouldn't be too hard on me about it. Um, a little bit, but not too hard. How, 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 know, uh, this is how you this hold is the how mic. This is how I hold
0: the mic. You know, and I went through that whole phase where uh, I would cover my face with it. Yeah. Because you're nervous and scared and you're trying to hide. And hide and you, your face. Yeah. Did you ever try to hide your face? Oh, downstairs? yeah.
1: I still try to hide. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes... But you know what I learned? One time, I uh, was on stage. I thought I was going to throw up in uh, Ireland, and uh, I thought I was going like, to have a full-blown panic attack on stage. So what I did was instead of just being like, "Okay, I'm going to throw up and completely run away," I went towards. I went towards it, and so I, I took my. I picked up my microphone stand. and I put it in front of the people, and went. I was just by myself on guitar, and I just ran towards it, and uh, I was all right. Face that monster. So you moved it so you couldn't hide from it. Kind of, yeah, i mean in, in towards the stuff that scared me, so. Yeah, I had to learn how to do that in comedy a little bit, but. Right? Yeah, Dude, I, I mean.
0: I, part of it, for me, sometimes I still do it because I can't hear myself, and I feel like I have to have the mic closer to my face.
1: Yeah. But in the beginning, it was because there's nowhere to hide. You're up there in the lion's mouth. Dude, I don't know how, I mean, comedy is a whole other beast. I mean, you got no backing band. You got nothing.
0: It's just you. It's wild. So we have some, uh some nashville hot chicken uh poltergeist you up for that or no i mean I don't know, dude. <laughs> hey, speaking of poltergeist do you think this place is hot? <laughs> i hope so would you be afraid i'd to love stick? a good ghost story would you stay the night in here by yourself
1: hell yeah would you, you? Know, i'm
0: scared i wouldn't do it
1: i was gonna do this thing or you know you know how we've we've done crazy stuff for number ones and we'll get to that in a minute but one point one of the number ones i want to do is i wanted to go uh, I wanted to go overnight at like the one of the most haunted places and just like sleep on the floor and go twenty four hours in a night in a super haunted place and see if I could handle it or if it was legit. Why sleep on the floor? I mean maybe I'd put in a really nice bed in there.
0: <laughs> That'd be <laughs> it's kind of weird, like a, actually it's like
1: a four seasons like <laughs> yeah. bed in, the, in like a old asylum or something, you know? <laughs> I guess sleeping on the floor would make sense. Being yeah. There. You got to really get down with the, with the scary stuff. But completely by yourself, you would do it. I thought about it. I'm glad I kind of didn't do that. <laughs> you didn't do that. I would love to watch it. Would, would you do
0: it? No, there's not a chance. I would do it like with you or with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Not by myself. Yeah, I
1: think I, I think I would more be likely to do it with somebody. But you have to have a flashlight. See, I really believe. Do you believe in ghosts? Because I do. I that. thought when, one time in college, I, would, I got kind of drunk with some friends in our basement uh like this we live like an animal house like a house like it was just wrecked i went down there and i swore something tapped me on the shoulder and no one was behind me but it could have been ten dollar handle vodka that i was drinking at that point in my life
0: uh i've i've seen i've seen some things (laughs) that don't make sense so i definitely believe you've
1: seen some things i've seen some things man i've experienced
0: (laughs) some things man i've experienced some things all right so sitting here with my friend country star brett eldridge uh obviously we're just sitting here chatting and it's probably uh A lot more fun to do it that way but uh you know i wanted to uh roll it back what we meet about 10 years ago yeah every bit of it you just went on a freaking run of hits and uh what brett was referring to earlier when he had his first number one don't you uh that's when we we went on our first major adventure and yeah uh, and went
1: skydiving yeah we haven't ever stopped ever since i can't
0: believe when we survived that i can't believe right and now so you're afraid of heights
1: very, Correct. I still am, yeah,
0: and that's why you you needed to do that.
1: Yeah, I think I was getting to the point in my life where I was starting to kind of get to where I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta live outside the comfort zone. I gotta do the stuff that scares me because that that whole saying of you know uh, boring people rarely make history or whatever yeah. <laughs> it is. It's like for me, I was like, man, I guess I feel like I need to, I need to to cut loose a little bit more and, and uh, experience some more things in life, even if I know that's gonna scare me. As long as I can put some risk assessment in there and know yeah. okay what i'm gonna skydive but i'm gonna skydive with a guy that has been jumping out of planes over a thousand times and he's uh a thousand, for a thousand and uh he's made it all of them so i think I, i'm gonna be okay still gonna scare the hell out of me see uh, that
0: would scare me more though a thousand for a thousand like the law of averages like, like know, at some point it's not gonna
1: work <laughs> yeah like at, at some point it could i mean there there are very few of those but it can't happen but i mean you, you are as they say jumping out of a perfectly good airplane um, have you done it since? Hell no. But the thing is, this guy, you, you know, we used to talk about you. You couldn't even get on, get on a plane without having a few cocktails and then going on, right? I mean, right. I'm, I'm still afraid still there, of am Still there. I'm still there, yeah. yeah. I, I have to get there early
0: and, and have a few you put
1: your flight helmet on. Yeah, so. yeah. I
0: call it my flight helmet. I got to have cocktails. So the the concept of jumping out of a plane, I, that part I felt like I could do because I'm not afraid of heights. Yeah. But it was that little raggedy plane that took you guys up.
1: For me, <laughs> it wasn't scariest, raggedy, but it's little. It looked raggedy. <laughs> and you guys were piled in there, man, like a we lot were, of you. We were piled in. And you know what the thing was? So I was like, all right, and you and I, we had we'd known each other since Raymond days, so I had our, we'd already known each other for a while, and we'd already been on some some crazy fishing adventures and <laughs> stuff. Yes, so that's have. for the next podcast, but it's uh, we've, yeah. had, we've, had, <laughs> we've had some journeys, and uh, I was like, "Well, you're at least coming. If you're not jumping out a plane, you're coming somehow." And yeah. so, well, you you got like a bar set up in the middle of a giant field, and of like. Bourbon and and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, at least you're going to be there waiting at the bottom. We're going to t- we're going to take a shot and celebrate yeah, surviving that, this. That was
0: a cool way to to be included. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I, I, I set up a table <laughs> <and> a <few laughs> with Just sat there in the grass
1: with some JMO,
0: <laughs> some J-Mo. and then yeah. when they landed, we all took a big big shot of uh, of whiskey, and then I felt like the biggest wimp ever. That's when I was <laughs> like, man, You
1: gotta start living. Then we, that's when you started to be like, okay, I got to push myself, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so then when Brett's second single, when your second single went
1: number one,
0: uh, Beat of the Music, was it? Yep. When beat of the Music went number one. Brett calls me up. He's like, are you ready for another adventure? Yep. And
1: uh, he say we we're going to go shark diving. Which I, and back to the things that scare me, I used to go snorkeling as a kid. And I, for one, I wasn't a great swimmer. And two, I would not want to look down. I'd i be like having a panic <laughs> attack in my water, like holding on to the guy. That is taking us on the tour, and, like, everybody else is swimming fine, and the guy's, like, sitting there dragging me, like, oh, God, we got this this kid again. And I'm, like, holding on to his thing, and, like, I'm scared as hell. And so I was, like, and I got better. I started to spend more time outside of my little town of Paris, Illinois, and, and I started experiencing things in life. <laughs> and so I, I started to get more comfortable with the ocean and stuff. But I still, like, sharks, shark diving sounded like something that was – A big conquering of of fear for me so
0: well yeah i mean sharks are why i won't surf yeah you know it freaks me out that much even though like the odds of getting struck by lightning are greater than yeah but it it, that idea of being on the surface looking like a seal to that
1: yeah
0: (laughs) so here's the thing though when you asked me to go i was like well i've seen it on tv you know you're in a cage you're you know there's nothing to really be afraid of and we did it in the bahamas and so I didn't find out there wasn't a cage involved until I landed, you remember that? I was like, <laughs> yeah. so I said something about like, how big is this cage? Are we all in our own cage? He's like, no, man, there's no <laughs> cage, bro. cage. There's no cage. And I was like, what are you talking about? And didn't a guy get eaten by one? Literally like the day, like people oh, were yeah, There, was a, there was a guy,
1: uh, not long before that, that uh, I it went like on that. a night dive though. I mean, that's next level. I
0: thought it was like the day
1: before. It was like within shark. within a week of, of like yeah, within days. I think of when we were there, it was a tiger shark. And I think he went on a night dive and he kind of wandered off on his own. I mean, you had me. That was gonna scare him all away. So you're fine. The guy got <laughs> right? Like they just, they <laughs> They found his never find it, they it. Found, like his flippers or something, which is, that wasn't a good setup for uh, jumping. No diving in the in the ocean with a bunch of sharks
0: and people kept texting me that, <laughs> and I was like, man, I don't want to see like, why are you saying yeah. this to me? Like, le- like wait till I get back. To this day, that's the craziest thing I've ever done.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite things I've ever done. Though it was, you know, the 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 thing that part that scared me, minus the fact that um a man lost his life being eaten by a shark, which is completely scary and <laughs> which totally odds, could have been us. I think um, the odds
0: go way up when you're swimming with them. And, yes, and, yes, and, yes. And they're
1: chumming. Yes, and so. And they do chum when you're swimming down there, so that's maybe not in his dive, but that that's a whole nother massive animal compared to what we were swimming with, which were still huge. But we 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 started out. None of us had ever been scuba diving before. We started out in a kiddie pool, and I go to the kiddie pool, <laughs> and I get in there. Um, I'm like pan, I'm like panicking because I can't because it's hard to like get your mind to understand to breathe underwater, underwater, As, and, so and so I'm I'm having like a almost a panic attack like there's no way you're gonna say i'm gonna go 40 foot deep after i get out of this pool and i can't go five foot deep in this in this little children's pool without feeling like i i there's i'm gonna die in here yeah and what's weird for
0: me is the pool didn't bother me at all
1: yeah and then when we got
0: into the ocean (laughs) do you remember i had a full-blown panic attack i was screaming
1: oh yeah i was screaming that i can't do it it's one of my best memories and byron has like a very animated personality so his eyes get huge when he's excited in any way I mean I remember just looking out of just like swimming by him and I was I actually got pretty quick comfortable and by like once I started to get settled in I remember how how like comfortable I was but I see you like we have to like go down on a rope yeah whatever and I just see you fighting to stay down and just your eyeballs huge like a little puppy like like completely frightened. It, it was a trip, man. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, I remember y'all just started disappearing down because you picked it up in the pool so fast, and this, and then the panic hit me. I'm like, the thought of being that far down and something going haywire, yeah, and not being able to breathe. And you can't yeah. come. Well, that can fast. be
1: bad. You can't come out fast. You get the bends. Yeah, it's so painful. I can. I think it could be deadly. And so I kept telling the guy, I can't do it. It's all about the deep breaths, man.
0: You can't, the, yeah, that's what it is. You got to take the deep ones. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. And I it's was just like in like real life little... too,
1: because when more of nervous, we get the shorter our breath gets. But and, same as above ground is down there. You're like, you got to really just get yourself to relax. And the craziest part is once we did get down there and you're on a shipwreck. That's
0: right. It was a shipwreck.
1: And the, the one of the trippiest things for me is the sharks. I never, at a certain point, I was like, okay, I don't think they're ever going to attack me, but it's weird because they stalk you. Because they're curious, you're like you're in their world. You're, you know, they're not in your world. You're in their world, so they're kind of like stalking you, swimming around a little bit, just kind of checking you out. They don't. I never felt like he's gonna dart after me. Then we got down to that shipwreck, and dude comes down in a chainmail suit with a <laughs> with a bucket of with a whole like metal tin thing of fish, and just starts feeding them. And then I got and, and they're going haywire. Yeah, and my dream was was being you know weirdo me was. Okay, I want to have the first ever number one plaque ceremony at the bottom of the ocean, and so we sank down number one we plaques, packed. and then they're like they hand to me, and you're supposed to hold your your hands under your armpits like this because because anytime they think that you're feeding them, and they go for your hands, they're not trying to attack you; they just are used to being fed. Right. And that's have- how you get. That's they said when it, it the very few times they've had people get bit is when they're being silly with their hands and freaking out. So if you hide your, so then they hand me the. The flag. <laughs> the, the flag. And I'm like, you know, the classic, I don't know what to do with my hands. And you don't have chain gloves on. Either. Yeah, I have nothing. And, and so they hand me in, so I'm kind of holding it. And, and then he, but he, he singles me out by myself away from everybody to take photos and like see it. And I sit there, I'm holding him. I started kind of, I get kind of calm and I'm strangely calm. I don't know how, but I'm strange. I'm strangely calm in there. And I just started like hysterically laughing down there because I was like, because he, then all of a sudden he starts feeding the sharks all yeah. around me. These are like six to eight foot sharks. They're taller than me and you. It's like, and so they're just bumping into Just like brushing shoulders with me. Yeah, because he
0: wanted sharks in your photo. Yeah, yeah. So he was attracting them to you, which I thought was a little insane at that moment.
1: Yeah. I don't know if we can pan to the shark pic, but here it is. Yeah, let's pan to that. Let's <laughs> so, uh, That's a thing. It's the first one. So let's make the rules here. Yeah, but
0: see what I love about this. You've done a lot of podcasts, right? So yeah. I knew that you would teach me. Something yeah, yeah, about yeah. Podcasts, see, well, we just so.
1: the pan. Yeah, pan. There it is. See that? And <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, and I so, but yeah, so we did that. And, you know. Yeah, I, I I don't know if we'll ever top that one, but I think yeah. we should work on that. Yeah. Maybe I, the haunted house thing. The haunted house thing. I well, I, uh, I, I visited uh, a haunted place. We didn't go, like, overnight. I want to go in and, like, sleep in the place and, like, and really experience it. Have you seen the show where they have the camera, like, strapped to them and it's facing
0: their face? Yes, that's <laughs> that's, 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 how, that's
1: where I kind of got the idea. And I'm always like, are people messing with you, like, flipping lights on and, like, staying at the other end of the hall screaming stuff? Or are they real? I mean, they're in, like, you know, an old jail from the early 1900s or something. And they are freaky looking places. Is it real or not? I don't know, but. That'd you know, be one way to find out. Maybe we'll find that out. I, I, The one other thing before we go to the next subject was, mean to me, then I got another number one. I was going to do dinner in the sky. I don't remember if you remember that, but I was going to do, yes, do where you're hanging from a crane, like they set a dinner table up, like <laughs> like a five-star meal from a crane. And they do it like in Belgium. And uh, they did it like in somewhere in Mexico or something. And I was like, I want to make sure this is like the most safety-guarded thing because I'm going to be hanging from a crane. And the other thing was, okay, I'm going to have a really big dinner up there. Probably a few drinks. What if you have to take a leak? Bucket and a rope. I, think. <laughs> I guess. Nothing says a fancy dinner like a bucket and a rope taking a leak. <laughs> take like, it a leak. leak? <laughs> I'm just going to step out to the bathroom and you just turn away from your chair. That's
0: a great question. How do you take a leak? But uh, how <laughs> do you eat like hanging from a crane? We can just go ahead
1: and pan on what it looks like. <laughs> pan. <laughs> pan. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a real thing. So I don't know. Let's, let's start thinking some more things. Yeah, that was that was. I thought that that
0: was a really creative and uh, awesome way to celebrate number one records, and and I'd never heard of that before. Like, you know, let's, like, let's get some more. We'll keep doing some more. Let's do it. I, I like that idea. Like, you, one of the things I want to talk about you—you've like, always had this insane sense of adventure, man. And do you mm. think that that's part of what attracts some of the craziness to you, like? finding a snake in your toilet, <laughs> yeah. uh, a bear at your garage. Like, yeah. well, dude, the snake thing, though.
1: Like, w- yeah. walk us through that. Should we pan first gotta, or yeah. do we pan after? Uh, well, let me set it okay, up. Yeah. Um, I think it is has uh, allowed me, you know, since being a kid from a small town that, you know, when you're from Paris, Illinois, or any small town, or any, any town you grow up in, a lot of time, that's the only world you know. It's like, that is your universe, is that little place. So... Once I got a taste of when I when I moved in I lived in Chicago for a little bit mostly so just Nashville and Chicago and went to Florida for vacations growing up that was about it then I moved to Nashville yeah. eventually it was writing songs got a publishing deal and got a record deal then I started be on a plane like 200 days of the year you know so I started seeing the world a little bit so I started to be like okay I'm going to get a little more uh experienced in life a little bit I want to see more things Okay, like, and then I'm, I want to try I've only eaten like the most adventurous food is Mexican food and Chinese food in my little town or something, you know? So now all of a sudden I'm eating, you know, Thai food and and Indian food and all these things. And then they become like my favorite foods. I started to seeing all these, I just became like a lover of traveling and new cultures and everything. And so I started just putting myself out there and going to different places. I'll go to Europe on my own and just chill on my own and kind of go on walks and find things. And so I think I do in some ways attract things that come about because I'm not sitting at home. Yeah. um, But you have a sense of wonder. I do, I do, and it, it's it's scary too. But yeah, I do have a sense of like, if I don't do this, what am I going to miss? It's just a little FOMO, but like, you know, I've only got, uh, you know, if I'm lucky, 50 more years or whatever. And and so what am, what am I going to do with that? And so I just try to show up to things and then weird things show up in my life.
0: Like I remember one time we were driving from Lake Tahoe Back down to Sacramento, oh, yes. and you saw this creek area that just yep. looked interesting. And you're like, Hey man, look how weird it looks down there, like and, and beautiful at the same time. You are like, let's walk down there, and I was like, what? Like, yeah, if I was somewhere to pull over. Let's just go see. <laughs> see let's just go see what it is. Let's go see what it's all about, man. Uh, and next thing you know, we're out there walking around in a creek with our shoes off. Yeah, and, and, we were barefoot. And, yeah, and and Brett's out there, and I was like, yeah, wow. we
1: were we were just getting one with nature. I don't know. I I, I just I I think I'm. Um, your guilt. I think all of us are in some ways of uh, paralysis of analysis, of overthinking things in life. And then you kind of stay in your zone. And it's like, anytime I can remind myself to be a kid again and to to have that sense of wonder. Like when you're a kid, like, I mean, if you go watch kids at a ski resort, they don't aren't scared like going down the hill. They're just pummeling down the mountain. They're, they're, there's no pizza, the, what do they call it? Pizza where you put your skis together yeah, yeah, and try yeah, to break. Yeah, yeah. There are no breaks. They're going straight down. And yeah. so- Less pizza in my life down the down the mountain and uh, and so I just try to try to be a kid and so yeah I went to Bahamas I think I was celebrating New Year's Eve the night before or New Year's Day it was the first or the second uh, you know, four years back or so and I, I go to take a leak in the morning and I look down I'm like what in the hell is that I'm like is somebody playing a joke did somebody just you know, leave something. I don't know what's going that on. That was like a fake. <laughs> <something>. <laughs> that thing was huge. I I was like, "There's that is not supposed to be there." Whatever that <laughs> That's is. Not supposed whatever to that be is. There. And so I said there, and I had this weird subconscious thing in the back of my head where I remembered seeing like a a major news outlet post about a guy sitting on the toilet and having a python bite him in the in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like that is i mean you never forget reading something like that so the moment that i saw that i think subconsciously i remembered that article because i didn't like jump or be like oh my god i was like oh my god that's that is a freaking huge snake in the toilet like i really didn't freak out my heart got racing but i didn't like you would have think like i would have been like screaming so what i did was i stood there for like a minute and i then i just stared from it and then i flipped the light on to get a real good look at it and i was and I saw it. And it was just kind of bearing its head out. So it was moving. Yeah, it was moving. Just for it. And uh, and so I went and woke up my brother and uh, my buddy Tommy. And uh, I was staying at a friend's house. And I called him. I'm like, I was staying in the guest house. I called him. I said, "Come down here. There's a snake in the toilet." I, he's like, <laughs> "What? Shut up. There's no snake." Just in the that. I mean, can alone. you imagine hey, hearing that? There's a how many, snake people, in the how toilet? many people get? How many people? are ever going to believe that. And it was like, who's going to play a prank on their friend at 7 a.m. in the morning after probably being up, you know, on, at an island bar with your friends listening and dancing all night? It's like, you, you're kidding. I was like, I wish I was joking, but you had to come see this. He comes down. He, we get this giant two-by-four kind of thing. He's like, all right. So he gets these, like, giant gloves on, and then we clear the way. He gets it wrapped around the, the stick. He's like, clear the way, open the door, and he, he runs outside. The next thing you know, we get it outside, and uh, then I kind of held it. Um, I didn't hold it with my bare hands; I held the the steak that it was on, and uh, it was massive. It was a, it, and so we we did research. It's like, was that poisonous? We were like all looking, like googling and stuff, and it was a Caribbean boa constrictor. It wasn't poisonous. It wasn't deadly. So but, it wouldn't have bit you on the nuts, but it might have it, squeezed it, no, it, no, it would have given you a little love. I, I, sort of no, I mean, they got teeth. So any Ooh. bite down there or anywhere, you. I mean, it's going to leave a large mark and they constrict. So I don't want that either. Especially on your nuts. <laughs> no constricting of the nuts in any way. I, I'm good without that ever in my life. Come walking
0: out. Hey, uh, can someone get this snake off my nuts? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. So, that, but so that, we set it free, and and uh, it's probably out terrorizing somebody <laughs> else on that island
0: now. How the hell does a snake get in the plum like,
1: Wait, it can happen, and it was as re- as real as it possibly could be. Yeah. Well, you heard it
0: here. So next time. Oh, and do we pan now to see the snake? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So watch this. This is at 7 a.m. and and the, the the snake came up and popped. Like by the time I was filming or they were filming, snake had popped his head and started crawling out of the toilet. At first, it was just wrapped up in there and just looking at me like, hey, good morning.
0: Good morning. Yeah, how
1: you doing? That'll wake you up with coffee, I bet. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. did So, yeah, I had that. And then uh, a week and a half ago, I had a really weird situation where I was going for a hike and I opened the garage and I go to grab some stuff and I go back out there and my buddy goes, holy Oh, there's a there's a bear in there's a bear in the garage. I'm like, what? He says there's a bear right there. Like, I'm standing right by the door. I literally just turned around. And there's a bear standing on its back legs in the garage of this house that we rented. And he did not and so all of a sudden I'm like out of, you know, all the things I've read about bears and making loud noises like on black bears and stuff. And so I'm just yelling. And My buddy's like, Hey, boo boo, and like all this stuff. I was like, Okay, we gotta get this thing out of here. It's kind of funny to say that, but hey, let's, uh, and uh, and so <laughs> we got the, and so we're all screaming at it, and it does not give a damn. And it, and it grabs the trash can, and we just, when we're getting to that place, we, there was nothing in the trash can unless somebody else left something. It, it just takes that thing with no problem at all and just, just destroys it, knocks it over the trash can. And it's wanting to get in it still, and we finally are all just making enough noise. And like I, I stepped closest to it and just tried to get it to just take off so I can go off. And you know, it did not care until it finally just eventually was like, okay, I'm gonna take off and run. You don't worry about it making it feel threatened. And uh, well, the good thing is, I had a, I was standing close to a door. I could have stepped back in. They are really fast. They're though, but, very fast and yeah. very strong. <laughs> yeah. and, and that was also a pretty big bear. That wasn't yeah. a small no, bear. No, it was not a small bear. It wasn't like one of the cubs. And I was also like, if you have one of the cubs around, you're really in trouble. Um, but luckily, the whole family didn't show up to eat that day. So <laughs> yeah, a uh, uh, table for one was 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 fine with us. But then that, that whole I night, I had one of the windows open. It was way off the ground in the mountains. And I was hearing noises like, okay, is that bear going to be standing at my door any minute? Yeah. But I was in, for my brother's bachelor party, I was in Lake Tahoe and a bear showed up in the living room there. I didn't see it, but one of our buddies ran downstairs and said, there's a brown bear in the, in in the, the living room. room? In and in our buddy's super country from East Tennessee, my uh, my brother's brother-in-law, he's like, go on get out of here, go and get. And he said, he said, I looked at him and he just turned around and just walked out the door. But the whole time on that trip, I was I was thinking, okay, my door's locked. Every time there's going to be a bear show up at some point in my life, and it's going to be waiting on my door, like to, to greet me. So uh, whatever is next, who knows? But yeah, yeah. well, I'm sure it's coming. Yeah. If, if I know you, it's it's
0: it's coming. So now we're gonna pan to the bear.
1: Yeah, let's see the bear. Let's do the bear. Lo- I would love to see that bear. And you listen, to all my friends too. My buddy in the background, he's like, "Is that a bear?" And he was like, oh, was like, "Yeah." He was upstairs. <laughs> and some of the best parts he still didn't even ever see, he's the only one that didn't see it he's like never came down He was scared or something
0: earlier you you mentioned that you were going to throw up uh, on stage <laughs> yeah you were trying to hide behind the mic and all that yeah and having a panic attack mm-hmm. and we've had conversations you know just as friends you know over dinner and whatnot yep. s- sharing uh stories about you know anxiety and panic and i've certainly blacked out on stage doing
1: comedy um but uh,
0: you've had you've you've had a, a little bit of a journey there with anxiety, yeah. and uh, so
1: yeah, I think I think since I was a kid I had it, but I just didn't. I mean, for years it was just not a thing that was talked about. Like going to a therapist or something is like you're a crazy person, you know. I'm going you know, that's what you, you thought is something you saw in movies where the person's laying on the table and all of a sudden they start floating into some crazy dream <laughs> and like you know all of a sudden you know what I mean? Right, like it's right. it's like you know the way it was built up and then you just you know you kind of. T- taught to be strong and everything. And I was had the best childhood and, and raised really well. But that was just not a I was nervous in some ways, but I never would have thought it was anxiety or whatever it was. I would just get short of breath and things. So I kinda went through childhood just being kind of nervous at times, but never put anything on it. Then I started to get I love to perform. I would wouldn't have I would jump up and down on the stage. I wouldn't I was the most comfortable place I was in the world. Um, then I started to get in the business and I got a record deal. I did all that stuff. And then I started to get all the pressures that come along with success. You know, it took all First, you're just grinding it out and you're just amazing that there's two people in the crowd that are singing your music. And it's like, holy, oh, this is incredible. Then you start getting the success, which is what you always dreamed about. And then all of a sudden, that success also brings along pressures of what are you going to bring next? I got to do this today. I got to give this. I got to give all myself and never give any time for myself. Those people are pulling at you constantly. Constantly. And, constantly. and without even thinking about it because they're just they're trying to achieve at a goal they're trying to go after a thing and we all are but you're not ta- if you're not taking time for yourself which i didn't um then you know you're sleeping you know sleep is so important and you're sleeping minimal you know and just not taking care of the best care of yourself because you're seeing all these you know things and then they caught up to me and and i think one of the biggest moments i was in europe and i had an interview in london i think glasgow london and i had a I had this interview and I was like wearing a jacket and I drank like five coffees. I was jet lagged, you know. Maybe had a couple of drinks the night before. At this point I kind of didn't really drink much at all anymore, but I still had I would still have a couple. But I think I was just just completely like throwing a lot of things in and I was just off. And then I went and did the interview, but I still could knock out the interview. Well, in the interview all of a sudden, my heart starts racing like crazy. And I think I'm definitely gonna throw up in, in an interview in front of a bunch of people. Which is like a, a nightmare, you know? Yeah. And so I'm, I like, my heart's racing. I'm breaking into a sweat. You know, drink all these coffees, and all these people are just staring, standing there looking up at you, and you're just having one of the most nightmare experiences of your life. And this guy's like, oh, "What was the?" That's making like, me anxious. Uh, yeah, it's, it makes me anxious for you living it, but I love to talk about it because then it, it doesn't, it doesn't have the power over you if you can talk about it. And so. And so I'm sitting there, my heart's racing. I, th- I think I'm going to throw up. Like, I'm like, okay, where am I going to throw up over here? I mean, and, uh, and so nauseous. And the guy's like, when's uh, the last time, or when you wrote Want to Be That Song, I heard that you had the idea right before you went on stage and you told your songwriter friend, and then you didn't see him for a long time. How long time. How long was it from when you had the idea to when you wrote the song? And I was just like, I was like, heart was racing. And I was just like, I completely lost it in my head. No one else still knows at this point. And I'm just like, I I just, I don't even know what I said, but it's like six months. And they told me about the song or whatever. I just kind of like said, it's a really great song or something. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and, uh, I loved to write that song. And I I got out of it as quick as I could and tried to move on. And uh, I don't really remember the rest of the interview other than I realized that I made it through that part. And I'm just, Waiting for so I have pretty much is what is like a car wreck and you know it's all relative to what it is so in my head that's a traumatic experience because you don't want to screw up in front of people you don't want to be vulnerable in your mind you're taught, you're your taught to be stronger yeah yeah yeah, worse oh, yeah in your so head than it no probably. one to this day I mean I talk about it all the time now no kn- knew that I had it in that crowd well then after that I started to do interviews I was I think I was on uh, the Today Show and I had one on the Today Show. And I know all these people. You know, Hoda's walking towards me. I know that she's the coolest and so kind to of me and everything. I know all these people, but for whatever reason, because I was on camera, then it started making me think this is when I'm supposed to be afraid of. So then I'm have that. I, my brain relates that to panic or whatever. And so, um, and, and I had other other things from uh, uh, other than this being on camera that made me do, uh, have anxiety and just the pr- but the pressures alone. But this is just an. Ex- it, Example. I mean, even up till a couple of years ago or even a year ago, I'd still like right now, I'm in front of the camera. I'm fine right now. And I'm, I just have to keep showing up. It's like ex, what they call exposure therapy, which is you have to do it. Uh, why I was jumping out of an airplane and why I dove with a shark, it's the same concept. If you're afraid of spiders, it's like, I'm going to put a spider in the room and I'm going to put it all the way over there. It's going to freak you out a little bit. But tomorrow, I'm going to put it right here. It's still going to freak you out, but maybe a little less. I'm going to put it right here. And then eventually I'm going to put it in your hand and you're going to be able to hold that, that smile. No, but I'm going to stay afraid of spiders. <laughs> no. But just, uh, yeah, you know, the pressures and, and and people just want to keep, you know, here's more shows, let's do more shows, let's do this, you know, keep doing that. And I was like, I eventually got to the point where I was like, I'm tired of this shit. I don't want to, I, it's like, I got to take control of my life. I'm, I'm, this is the, I want to do the career that I want to have. Now what somebody else has, I have, I, I want to get the right people um have the right vision for what I want to do, and surround myself with good people. And I'd like to have a great family that was always there for my support. And I just kind of really leaned into therapy and um, meditation, and and just giving myself time. And not I don't need to play you know 120 shows a year or yeah. whatever. I yeah I could I could be my best self if I'm playing 50 or 60 or whatever the number is or whatever it is. I want to give the best amount of myself and also have spend the time on myself to where i can i can build that energy to give give that energy i love that
0: you're willing to talk about that and the therapy and stuff cuz so many people do oh with man i mean almost and, and- almost
1: everyone I mean, everybody has anxiety some people have it you know and you know higher levels but most people especially now as you said i mean it's it is heightened to it's a it's a pandemic in itself, you know, it's an epidemic. Yeah. And
0: and when you're a public figure and, you know, you're, you're a star and you, you know, you're, you're a celebrity and all that, people almost forget that, wow, you're human too. Yeah. You know, wow. You know, Brett, you know, he, he deals with this stuff as well. And, you know, it's like just doing therapy. Like I think that probably encourages people in a
1: way. Oh yeah. And I mean, therapy has been the game changer for me. I think that's one of the best things you can do. I mean, it's like going to the gym. It's like know? going to the gym. Yeah, and you, muscle, you have right to like, trust me, like when I, I put it off for some time because I just didn't have any understanding of it. And so I put it off, I put it off, I make excuses. You're going to, you listen to me right now when I say this, you're going to make excuses about it. Push through that fear of the excuses you're making about going and just go do it. it is, I mean, you might have to take a couple of sessions to figure out if this is the person's right and try a different thing. And there's, a, there's, um, many more affordable ways to, to find therapy now as well and and I think our world's really opening to that concept now and I think that's just it's it's a something you'll be very grateful you did um, I could I encourage everyone to, to give that a shot because it really changed my game because I I used to before I go on stage almost pass out um, as well so I had performance anxiety too at one point I was putting so much pressure on and and, uh, and where I would be like I'd be holding the mic, stand like white knuckling, trying to make it through the show. You know, my voice was hoarse because I was putting so much pressure on myself and on my voice, and and uh, I was all in my head. I had to learn to get out of my head and into my life, like get out of it. I do, so I do pre-show dance parties where we turn up the most ridiculous songs backstage, like <laughs> I I don't care, like uh, Barbie Girl, whatever it is. Like pick the weirdest song you think have something that's gonna completely take your head out of. Like you're not trying to be cool. You're just trying to shake out that that nervous energy. Like play any random weird song you can think of, and we would, but it has a beat to it. And once you have a part, instead of me sitting in the back of my bus, um, pacing or sitting in the closet in the back of my bus till clo- showtime, which I would do, I was I was getting into my life. I was actually um, taking that nervous energy and turning it to is this nerves or is this? Just, you have to turn it into is this is excitement. This means I care. This means it's important to me. This means it's exciting. I get to do this. And once you change the whole, the whole uh, way that you view all that, it it uh, you change the narrative in it, and it will it really helps change your life.
0: So we eat some hot chicken, man? You want to? I'm, I'm
1: in. I mean, but why not, not?
0: So we have Poltergeist and Nashville Hot. I want to go hot, Nashville Hot. Are you going
1: the Geist? You want a water, or can you? Oh, you got the Geist, dude. The what? You got the, <laughs> the what? The Geist. You got Poltergeist. Oh, is this the Geist? I think you got the Geist. Oh, I got here. the Demon. Okay, so. But you could do the pickle first. You know, it's pretty good that Brian and I have tried a lot of times. I don't really, I don't really drink anymore, but once from time to time. But back in the day, we used to do pickle juice, JMO shots. Jameson, you wash it down with pickle juice. That's the, the first day time we were met. The day we, we met,
0: met, we were drinking. I turned you on to that. Yeah,
1: J- yeah, yeah. Pickle, pickle I just, back. I just found out about it. I was up on stage playing like I would walk 500 miles. And <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, when I met Freddie
0: doing 80s covers and yeah. just killing it. yeah. I think you came and did my country in the park, just you and a guitar. And, I did and killed it for like fifteen thousand people. No band, Man.
1: no See, band, no fear at that point. So the pickle's okay. good. Okay, so, so I got I got the Nashville hot. Okay, so that's Nashville hot.
0: Is this really that Poltergeist? guys? You really gave me po- oh that was the pickle. <laughs> uh,
1: but you doing one bite? You doing the whole thing?
0: Oh no, I'm not doing the whole thing. Okay, is it hot or just good? It's hot. I'm gonna regret this, but I'm gonna do Poulter guys.
1: It's hot. It's, it's not like unbearable, but. I like spicy food, but that's pretty hot. Yeah. Oh man, it's already hot. Yeah, you hit your lips before it hits your tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I know it's hot. Yeah, no, it's done. already hot. <laughs> oh my god, did you get me a water, please? I got, the, but it's like the endorphins, man. It's good for you, right? I mean, it's not good for the hole in your oh, stomach man, after.
0: People like that too.
1: Yeah, like people like that. They eat, they order that on purpose. I, I'll go to like places like Indian food or something like that. I'll eat. They're really hot, where I'm breaking into sweats like eating it. And I kind of like that rush, but <laughs>
0: do not touch your eyes
1: with your hands. That's a great idea. <laughs> it's just getting worse. Like at first,
0: I was like, "Man, I was like proud of myself." I was like, "Man, this is this yeah. is nothing." I thought you were gonna just shake it
1: it's off. It's Getting worse. Hold on. <laughs> You're, I, I'm sweating for so you. I mean, my lips—it's killing a, my lips. I'm bad. feeling mine a little bit. I mean, mine's doable, but I already know that I don't want to try the the poultry guy. <laughs> it's not the worst thing that I'm. That's pretty bad. Oh my god, my lips. Poltergeist is that weird? Is that one movie with the with the static on the TV and then it shows this giant scary monster face, right? And like somebody died on the set. Oh my god! Like you're about to right now. <laughs> you, sure you want to try it? I think you should try it. Are you sure? It's pretty high. I got I, I have my my tour to my do? tour starts this week, so it's oh, like that's true. That's you true. know I don't want to get the reflux. It eats your it eats your vocal cords. It sure does. It really does. Like in real time, <laughs> like immediately. Yeah, literally. Like my lips, bro. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my lips more than anything. Oh. You look good, man. Why do people eat that? Oh, my I God, think it's it, in the back of my throat now. I think it's like a flex for some people, and then some people are just addicted to pain. Well, you know? I'm neither. <laughs> yeah. I don't flex. No flex. I was flexing
0: at first. I when literally when I swallowed, I was like, man, that
1: was it. And then, wow. I mean, I think it's still I'm, getting worse, man. I'm proud of you. I support you. Okay. Once you get the hiccups, it's over. Mm. All right, let's do a pressing question now that you got. I keep trying to get water on my <laughs> lips somehow. Oh, man. I'm, you know, I don't think you should get milk. Actually, you should probably have more of this. It's probably had some the, dairy in it. Those pickles don't work. Dude, do the, 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 the scoop some of that. Like, eat it with a fork.
0: Oh, <laughs> I
1: don't understand. Bro, you got the ranch remnants, bro. I don't- <laughs> I will. You got some hidden belly up over your thing. grill.
0: Here's the thing: if you're eating that, yeah. I took one bite. Yeah. You can't taste anything
1: after that. Why would you do you it? You probably never will. Well, I could literally take you to the worst restaurants, and, and it doesn't matter. And yeah, we go to dinner a lot, so <laughs> I'm trying to
0: get the water. <laughs> you know what we need. Oh, we do, need. Do, is do, that, do they do this oh, hot in
1: Thai food? Which is uh, your oh favorite? yeah, yeah. We do it like that. But what we need right now is like that one time we went to that restaurant. This girl came over to us and says, sometimes the Lord speaks through me and uh, says, says, one of you guys have knee pain. I need to pray on your knee. She yeah. needs to pray on your taste buds.
0: I do need you all to pray on my taste
1: buds. <laughs> and that did happen.
0: We had a woman come over and pray on my knee one time. when She, we got, were
1: eating. she literally braces it. We were like, well, I, mean, I think my knee's great. I have pretty good knees. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Don't break your knee again. Are oh you just wanting to come back? <laughs> this is not the one she prayed uh, on. No, that's the
0: one. I'm sorry. No, I'm Go sorry. Ahead. Tell that story because I can't. He I and I are
1: linked up at the restaurant and uh, we're uh, praying now. His knee's better. His taste was going to be better at some point. And uh, we just had your first uh, podcast. How do you think? How do I think it went?
0: Dude, this was great. I had a great time catching I always have a good time chatting with you, man. That's why I knew it would be fun to have you on my podcast. Dude, I know and I didn't know when I was in radio, but I learned when I moved to records. How much people pull at artists, and how you know the, the the strain on your time, and it's impossible to make everybody happy. Country artists do a really good job of making almost everybody happy, but I know how many people are pulling at you, uh, needing a piece of your time, and I almost didn't want to ask you to do it because oh, because man. I'm aware of that. But you're 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 such no, a good I, friend, and and I just appreciate it very much that you took the time. Same to do here, this, man. You've man. Been Thank my good
1: friend for a long time. We'll we'll do it again next time. We'll whatever the next level of after guy says the depths of hell or whatever it is uh gut rot that's what we're having the next episode okay. all right all
0: right well hey man thanks again appreciate you so much uh, You uh, too. congrats bro.
1: on all the success
0: though man i mean Thank I, you. i've known brett since before well thanks man now i'm at the beginning of mine hey, man. I known brett we've been talking be.
1: about it for a long time how huh? you need to do this you, just, and you jumped right. out and you did it and that's a big deal
0: yeah brett uh was one of the ones he used to tell me way back in the day you you, you should be doing comedy you're a yep. comedian and uh Thanks for coming to my show, by the yeah, way. Yeah,
1: which was amazing, and I, you know, Nashville has is full of uh, people that always like to hate on shows, and everybody I took was blown away, and the whole, the whole place, and I was everybody's like, "Wow, he's really, he's only been doing this for like a couple of years or whatever." Or yeah, like, yeah, two years, and uh, everybody was blown away by it. So I, I think he got a big, big future in this game, and and uh, thanks, man. Just keep it going, bro. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, that. hell yeah. I don't want to stick your fingers, yeah. man. You don't want any of that poltergeist stuff. <laughs> no,
0: I can't touch my face. All right, man, Brad. Elders, just thank you so much, man. You bet, man.